We're so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is September 12th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively Man. studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. The way, the truth, the life. We thank you for coming on for us uh, with us tonight. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments. And if you don't know who Jesus is, we do encourage you to get to know him today. Uh, I do have to give you the bad news first. Here's the bad news. We're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We all deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings. The good news is our debt or sins have been fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross at Calvary. He shed his blood for our sins, died, was buried, and was the only person who has risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe that this has happened, placing your trust in the blood of Jesus, you are saved from eternal damnation. You will begin to start wanting to live for him and not for the world. It just happens, folks. And as scripture states, we become ambassadors for Christ. Isn't that an amazing thing? We have this verse up uh, on the right here. Verse of the day coming from BibleGateway.com from Philippians 4.4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And so we do bring back uh, a, a great, uh, we have a great panel today, and uh, we br bring back a number of guests we've had on in the past. Uh, and of course, we bring back Brother Bob Barber. Welcome, Brother Bob. There it is. Had to mute myself. Sorry. Yes. And we bring <laughs> back Brother Michael Pels. Hey, what's going on, everyone? God bless you. We bring back Brother John Boucher. God bless you all. Praise God. We're going home, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. We bring back Brother John L. For he Good evening, y'all. Right? Yes. God bless you. God bless you. Brother Dr. Barry R. And we're back! And I brought a special guest star. It's Mr. Bone! And hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mr. Bone Show. Welcome, everybody, to my show. Mr. Bones, this is not your show. This is up time. Oh, yeah, it's time to go up. <laughs> and, of Mr. course, Bones, we bring back... <laughs> we bring back Brother Raymond Kreisel, and uh, we thank you, Brother, for coming back on with us. Don't forget yeah. to unmute your mic. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. And it's an honor. I am, I'm, I've subscribed to most of your channels and I've watched the podcast for years. And it's been a few years and I'm really excited to be here and praise God. And we bring back Brother Aaron from Got a Minute. Yep. Go, Jesus. Go, bud. Let's go. It's the end of the world. It's not really the end of the world, just a joke. But you know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. Byron's got the Go, Jesus. Go. <clears throat> scoops of hallelujah one scoop of praise the lord i got my rapture helmet on just in case i hit my head on the ceiling in case the rapture happens right now Woo! <laughs> Woo! anyway thanks Man, for I having wish, me <laughs> i wish it would happen right now brother yes. i haven't been on here in like six months so and i see <laughs> yeah. i see i see john boucher there i you know sometimes you just see somebody that just when you see him just blesses your heart and and jb just seeing you blesses my heart. You don't even have to say anything, man. I love you, brother. And and Michael and Bob and, and all you guys. I, You know, I've been having a rough time today. But, JB, for some reason, I was thinking about you. And maybe that's why, because you were going to be on here. I, I don't know. 
Yeah. John and I go back a little ways, about a mile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, glad to have you. Glad, yeah. glad, to, have you. Yeah. glad to have you back, yeah. brother. Yeah. By the way, everyone, that's Bob Hagen. Just in case yeah. the, you can't see his. Yeah. I'm in the woods, actually. Yeah. As in the woods today, brother yeah, Bob I should Hagen. be the one that's in the woods with my yeah, crickets uh, behind me. Sorry thanks, for the Michael, crickets. for the thanks for the um, comment after the last uh, the last oh, one yeah, I did. Man. I appreciate that. I just uh, Sometimes I get four or five comments, but I always always look for yours and cherish that. It's nice. Thank you. Amen, brother. Yeah, you're you're always on my heart and my prayers, man. And I just love to be able to join you on as he leads. It's always such a blessing for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep it going for a while, I guess, until uh, he comes back. Amen. Amen. Okay, and we also have back with us. Brother Kevin Hookman. Oh, man. Ooh, Kevin. Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. That's right. That's right. Kevin in the oh. house. The young oh, man. All right, all right. How's it going, everybody? Um, it's been a little bit. And uh, John, I, I don't think you and I have been on together since Gil Broussard was on with us. Right. Wow. That's <laughs> craziness. But um, also, um, in addition to that, uh, it's been just amazing time the last uh, few few months. Um, I'm actually back home and, uh, and I'm re- ready to rip. I got my uh, I got my Feast of Trumpet shirt on here. Nice, <laughs> pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it's nice. Cool. I just got that yesterday, so I'm very happily uh, just in time, right? Because we got uh, Feast of Trumpets going up this week. Amen. Yeah. 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 As I said, what should we talk about today, everybody? I'm just joking. We know that we're going to get in trouble, so we, we got to be careful. <laughs> well, let me just open up with the verse of the day for today. I'm going to, I'm just claiming this is going to be the verse of the day. And it's first Corinthians 15, 51, 53. <laughs> Behold, I'll show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in the moment of the twinkle of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. And here we are at the Feast of Trumpets coming up here in a few short days, and where they're going to be blowing that last trump. Okay, you got the Dictura, you got the Shivering, the uh, Takia, the Takia God, the law, that last long trumpet blast. I think uh, uh, John Boucher does a real good uh, Takia God, the law, don't you, Brother John? <laughs> You're muted. Still yeah. muted, Johnny B. I said, I, I guess every time I blow this thing, it, it gives me different sounds, and I'm learning. <laughs> me too. Sound, you know, right? At least we're getting the sound. Never know what you're going to get. The Symphony yeah. of Sounds with John Boucher. That's what yeah. Yeah. Wait till it comes from heaven. We're going to be like blown yeah. away, right? In that moment. Oh, man. man. Wow. Why don't we uh, go through the panel right now and everybody's thoughts about this Feast of Trump is coming up and how they feel about it, what they're feeling in their heart right now. Okay, I pretty much told you how I felt. Uh, when we go here and start with uh, Greg here and then go to Michael and the Dr. Barry and right down the line here. How's that sound? Perfect. Sounds good. 
All right. If you, can you hear me? I, yep. I do apologize for the crickets in the background. It's that time <laughs> of year again. Anyone who is familiar with uptime and the period that we, you know, we do broadcast this around the feast, feast of trumpets, we do get the crickets in the background. I do apologize, but uh, I'm going to make it quick. I think uh, we do we do need to recognize this time, uh, even though it's a Jewish feast. We need to realize that uh, even as believers. We can glean from scriptures. We can understand the time in which the Jews need to be uh, watching. And we, as believers, should be watching as well. So this is a very high watch time uh, for all of us. It's not just me, but I believe that we are very close. Uh, the potential for uh, us to go home, to be with the Lord, is very high during this period. And uh, I'm excited. I get excited, especially after someone who has had a dream of a, uh, a blue moon and a, uh, uh, you know, a super moon uh, and, and the rapture happening, that happening just after, you know, just before. I mean, that's something that is profound. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's just showing me that it potentially adds up, that it could be any moment now. And I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep, uh, keep praying that uh, we're, we're taking home. And you know what? It's because we love the Lord. It's not because Amen. we're idolizing a specific event. That is not the purpose of this tonight. It's not the purpose of coming on here to talk about just the rapture. It's talking about the Lord. When we talk about yeah. the rapture, we're talking about the Lord. We want, we're talking about wanting to be with him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Brother Michael. Yeah, so I absolutely agree. And I think that a part of the rapture is also coupled with it, the redemption of the purchase possession. And that is something that I think we can all be extremely excited about because while we're still here on this, on the face of this earth before we're with the Lord and we have that redemption of our bodies, we still, we have the inward and the outward man. We're, we're still fighting day to day. Well, all the glory be to God for the victory through him. And I just think it's so important to take note of the feast days because as brother greg pointed out they are jewish feast days but jesus is jewish right and we also see the typologies and what has been done will be done again isaiah 46 10 you know god declares the end from the beginning and we've seen through patterns in scripture that major prophetic changes and especially dispensational changes happen on a feast day right so we have passover happening on passover we had it prophesied about and uh, in the Exodus, and then we had Jesus fulfilling it. And then we see that with Hebrews 9.16, where uh, for where there's a testament is, there also must be a necessity of the death of a testator. So we see those pivotal changes happening on feast days. So, again, I know I mentioned this before in the past. I, I do believe that this is a ordained time. This is absolutely in a perfect order of God's master plan. I don't think that God's throwing darts on a calendar. So... I think that what has been done will be done again, and we'll definitely have something really to hope for. But I also must say that I had a couple of rapture dreams, probably more, more than a couple. But one in particular is I had a rapture dream on my birthday, and it was like my birthday, right? And um, in the dream, I remember walking in to this building and there was everyone was wearing white and they had these t birthday tables set up and they looked at me and they're like oh michael we were waiting for you it's your birthday and then they looked i turned and looked and i seen someone i hadn't seen in a while and they said jesus is coming to get us and um my birthday is september 14th so i think it's really interesting that we have feast of trumpets i believe on the evening of the 15th so i'm pretty excited 
I'm pretty excited. And if, hey, if Jesus comes and gets me out of here on my birthday, that'd be the coolest birthday gift ever. But and and symbolically speaking, I could see that it's all going to be our birthday, right? Because we're being birthed into new bodies. So no matter what, I know the Lord is telling me that we're going to have an awesome birthday party coming up. Oh, so, you got a, so you got a birthday coming up. Wow. Unfortunately. Every year, man. <laughs> Every you year. Won't, you won't have, Michael, you won't have to start growing a beard again, though. I know that. Oh, man. It's it's okay. wild. Getting old. Yeah. It oh, makes yeah. me more oh, yeah. eager for the redemption of that purchase position. Happy nice. birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Greg's quick with that. Before we move yeah. any further, I hear, uh, I hear a lot of background noise. Somebody has a loose mic or something yeah. going on. I think it might so be. I hear, lot, I hear a lot of clanking right now. I got a fan going on here. It's like clanking, clanking. It might be. Uh, I don't know who Just be careful. So. Maybe it's hey, hey, John. <laughs> John, are you, you're the one that sent the shirts, right? No. I didn't. I can't see it. The, uh, the, the, the trumpet shirt. Yeah. No. Oh. No. No. That's uh, feel from. Uh, oh, that is from the Sealed in Christ yeah. ministry. That's the Sealed oh, in right. Christ apparel from Stacy and Adam. Uh, oh, that's so right. yeah, that is. Well, uh, gonna, yeah, that is from. Yeah, I was yep, going to wear that tonight, but it's just too warm right. here. So. Yeah. I, I mean, Other, it, it came within two or three days. So I mean, yeah, super yeah. fast. Super. Yeah. yeah, you can Dr. still get for the Feast of Trumpets. That's that's yes, their ministry uh, right there, by the way. There Sealed you go. Christ. There you go. Sealed yeah. in Christ. That's a wonderful, uh, wonderful thing for them to do because you know it was, uh, you know that that offer, and I just uh, I got on there and you know, gave them the size and everything, and boom, it was here. Like Kev said, it was just a couple of days, so. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so cool. really yeah, they're super awesome comfortable shirts. Great material. Yes. I love yeah. Okay. Yes, as, absolutely. On. And by the way, you can get your now finally can get your uptime shirt through them. Uh, we did not <laughs> have these readily available for everyone up until now. But if you are interested, uh, going to get the uptime shirt from the Sealed in Christ Ministry, and and uh, you will be of course supporting this ministry. Uh, you can go to uptime.clothing. That's uptime.clothing. You can get your own uptime shirt there, right there. Amen. Yeah. All Amen. right. Yeah. So, yeah. We don't have thank a you, brother yet. Adam. Yep. Thank you, brother Adam and Stacy, for that. God bless yeah, you. for sure. And All right. they really are nice shirts. And if you go to my community tab, you can see some there too. And I actually have the aliens didn't take us. Jesus did shirt on. I so. love that one. I love that. Yeah, one. it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, before you had to, um, you had to be on the channel at our second <laughs> an year anniversary and win a trivia question in order to get that shirt. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, jump through a lot of yeah, hoops. It's a lot easier yeah. now for you. <laughs> you got a lot of got a lot of requests for those shirts, so that's good. We have that now. So, uh, Doctor Burial, what do you? Uh, what's your feelings now about the uh, piece of trumpets here now? Well, uh, my feelings can best be expressed in a monologue from the 1970s show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have uh, felt from the beginning of studying God's Word that He is really strong about appointed times, and as I studied His Word and learned, He's He He set these appointed times before He created the world. 
He had the whole plan in his head before he created the world. And then he created the world to respond to his plan, to have lambs to calf at a certain time and barley and wheat to grow. And so he's, he's always said the end will come at the appointed time. And we know the end is the tribulation. But we've we've kind of put the rapture as this little, you know, side event, you know, that that will happen. And it could happen anytime, you know, because it's a side event before the big event. But as as we look at it from the perspective of God, you know, Adam lost the spirit of God. And then all men that would ever be born were doomed. His new creation of mankind after the fallen angels. He created man, and that new creation was already doomed at the first couple, and everybody that would come from Adam and Eve were doomed. But we had the great champion. Our Lord loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son to come and accomplish the job of winning back mankind, all of mankind to wipe out the sins of the world, pay the redeeming price, and win us back. And his first prize is the bride of the, we say Gentile church. It's obviously Gentile and Jew, but majority Gentile. Yes. But the rapture is that reward of all that work he did and all the time he waited and all the patience. So, when I came to that understanding, that changed me from, well, the rapture can be just this or that or the other. I, 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 it really moved up in importance. And God loves his appointed times. I've seen everything he does as you study it. He follows appointed times. So then he gave us all these beautiful clues. Oh, I'm going to blow a trumpet. You know, I'm going to do a great shout. And, uh, you know, then the dead in Christ will rise. And because you guys kept my word, I'm going to keep you out of this great trouble. But I'm also going to start this great trouble for Israel. And we'll call it Jacob's trouble. We could call it Israel's trouble, but we'll call it Jacob's trouble for now. And he says it's seven years. And I've, I'm like, well, I would, I would say all of us and everybody that ever studied would say, yeah, the seven years is going to start at the fall feast and go and end at the fall feast. You know, maybe trumpets, maybe atonement, possibly tabernacles. But, you know, really, 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 we're going to put a lot of thought into he's probably going <clears> to <throat> do it this way. Because we, we kind of, he telegraphs the end. He says, yeah, the end, I'm going to come back on Day of Atonement. I'm dressed in atonement rags. We're burning the incense. We're throwing coals. Everything about it says a day of atonement. That's when he's coming back. So go seven years back. That means he starts it. So I feel like this piece of trumpets coming up is going to mark a moment in time where the tribulation is going to start. Then I work backwards. Well, we got to be out of here. What does it say about us being out of here? Oh, it'll happen at the great shout, the last trump. He'll descend from heaven and call us up. So I, I just, I always get excited about this time. Whenever it passes, it's so unbelievable that it causes us to look at things like Hanukkah or the day the flood started. But 
if you were going to write a perfect story in a perfect book, I think you would have the rapture start at the Feast of Trumpets, and that would start Jacob's trouble. And it would just be like, that's a perfecto. And so I know my Lord is perfecto, so I'm highly anticipating this. Very nice. Uh, Mr. Bone says he thinks that's so too. I'm on board. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it better start with a piece of trumpets, man. Can't go any further than that. My goodness. Brother Aaron, what do you think? Okay, am I next? Okay. Uh, Very nice, guys. Uh, Let's talk about Jesus coming. Um, Okay, so we know that the Feast of Trumpets, it's about blowing trumpets. And so uh, I'll mention a few asteroids that we found up there one asteroid called Ristina in Virgo the number is 2690 and that means to sound a trumpet to sound a trumpet that's the Hebrew song number for that particular asteroid and what do you know we're waiting for Feast of Trumpets so that's an encouraging thing what else is uh, it about Feast of Trumpets Barry was bringing up uh, how it's the day of uh, marriage right it's the day of um, the marriage of the king I believe right is that right Barry Kiddushin means marriage of the Messiah. Okay, so perfect. the Hebrew words Kiddushin. Marriage of the Messiah. So we got another asteroid called Palamoya, which is 1548. And that Greek number, 1548, is to give in marriage. And that is in Virgo. So we have another one because this is a day that nobody knows. No one knows the day or the hour. Well, we've got another asteroid with, and the number is 613. And that means to hide, to conceal, to keep secret. Nobody knows. Say. Nobody knows. And then we got another one. Here's the beautiful one. And the number for this, well, the name is Q-U-E-R-C-U-S. And the number for that is 8643. And the Strong's number for H8643 is Torah. Yom Torah, anyone? A shout or a blast of war? An alarm of joy? I am in. Well, that is in the Virgo area on the wow. Feast of Trumpets. Yeah. What do you wow. know? And you guys all know by now, if you've been watching these channels, there's the child asteroid that's coming out. Well, what does Leviticus 12 verse 2 say? When a woman has a child, if it is a male child, she will be ceremonially unclean for how many days? Seven days. Well, this Virgo is having a child and she'll be ceremonially unclean for seven days. Seven days later, seven years later, here we go. Time to fly. And that's just some asteroid names. But a couple of main things that I wanted to bring up, too, while I was listening to you guys, I made some notes, scram- scribbled it down real quick. The last two videos I put up on my channel, I talked about Titus 2.13 being coded in Virgo during Feast of Trumpets. Looking for that blessed hope is in the stars, in the womb of Virgo. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we all said, we're all looking for that blessed hope? Well, Titus 2.13 is there in Feast of Trumpets. This stuff gets you pumped up. And then another thing that got uh, me pumped up was almost 20 words from Psalm 23 right now uh, on the Feast of Trumpets are in Virgo. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, etc., etc. That last uh, word in Psalm 23, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well, that asteroid is right at the foot of Virgo when the moon overlaps it right around the 19th. It kind of comes into conjunction with that last word forever. And that's all in the stars uh, at this piece of trumpet. This stuff gets you excited when you see scripture tying in with something else. I'm like, yeah, time to put the rapture helmet on. And uh, I'll just review a couple of <laughs> the basic things that many of us heard here too. So Judah, 
sells Joseph for 20 pieces of silver. Judas sells Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. There's your 20-30 connection. Uh, how many gallons mm-hmm. at the wedding? 20 or 30 gallons in six pots. I think that's a, a little type in chat, a little clue to our 20-30 ending. Um, we've got King David. King David died exactly perfectly in the center of the 6,000-year plan. Uh, 3,000 perfect years from his death gets you to 2030. Uh, God promised David, I'm going to give you an eternal covenant. It's going to last forever, and it'll come through your seed, and Jesus will rule on your throne. Well, we're expecting Jesus' kingdom to come in 2030. Yeah, let's go. Perfect. Perfect. And then wow. if, if uh, 1950, you go with uh, the law of return. That was Alia when they came back to the land. You add 80 years to that, that gets you to 2030. You guys know about the seven-year covenant that's happening in the fall. Um, mm-hmm. you know, And also there's a lot of verse 23s. Uh, I'll just name like three of them here. Rahab was taken out of the city in verse 23. Verse 24, fire. Daniel was taken out of the lion's den in verse 23. Verse 24, they're all dead. Lot was taken out of verse 23. Fire and brimstone, verse 24. Enoch uh, mentions 365 years old. And then uh, that was verse 23. And he wasn't there in verse 24. But guess where Enoch is in Virgo? Enoch is in the womb, folks. Enoch is in the womb, right beside child, right on Feast of Trumpets. We found Enoch. It's not named Enoch. The the asteroid number 2585 with the Strong's Hebrew, 2585, is right beside child in that womb, September 19th-ish, 17th. No, no, no. This stuff gets you pumped, right? You know? That stuff is good. Uh, we also found this is a um, that. By the way, that information was given to me by one second. Let me reference the person properly because uh, I didn't find that. Who found it? Uh, it was um, a Revelation twenty one nine. Okay, somebody left a comment on my wall, and another guy named Brad. Uh, he found some uh, asteroids. It was just amazing. He found an asteroid called Ca- Carpenter. The number for that is one eight five two. And in Greek, that means I wake out of sleep. I wake out of sleep. Uh-oh. And the Hebrew number for that is a veil, a curtain. <laughs> Jesus before the curtain uh, when he died on that cross. The curtain was torn in two, right? And then three other ones that Brad found was Helga 522. Strong's Greek 522 means to lift off. Ain't that awesome? Mm-hmm. We got another asteroid called Virginia, the number 50. And 50 means my father is rescue. Come on. We're waiting for the rescue from father. Uh, and the last one he found just for fun. Oh, by the way, Strong's Hebrew 23 is not there, but um, my father has gathered. It's 2023. But the last one that he found is Pallas, P-A-L-L-A-S. Um, and that number is number two. And Aaron in Greek is the Aaron, uh, brother of Moses, who brought them out of the land uh, of Egypt. I can go on and on. I'm just trying to talk fast because I know this panel is large. But um, there is a lot of reasons for us to be looking up right now. That's the bottom line. A lot of reasons. And math is encouraging because numbers don't lie. Our interpretations can, can lie. But when you see some math and you see the connections with the numbers and the scripture and how it ties to real tangible things that are going on right now, you get excited and you put your rapture helmet on. So that's it for now, I guess, for me. I'll pass it on to somebody else. That's nice. awesome. Amen. Brother Raymond. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Uh, I guess you'd probably call me the weary watchman. I've been watching for about 15 years, and uh, it's been a rough journey. And I guess to say 
back then we were all focused on Feast of Trumpets. And then when that would pass, we'd find, oh, well, maybe Pentecost. And it's gotten ever, we've, I think we're getting so much more discernment these days with respect to the types and shadows in the Old Testament and how they play and so forth with, with how we're understanding the, the, the Lord's appointed times. I have never seen anything like this. I, the, the bottom line is I have never seen anything where there are so many comments. There, there are so much in terms of looking at 2030 as you know, 2,000 years from the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. To, and then you look at, you know, as Aaron mentioned, the, when uh, David died, the date that uh, the, the year that uh, Adam and Eve sinned and, and so forth. I think it's all coming together. Now, there, there is a part of me, I'm just to be honest, there is a part of me saying, well, but what if? What if it's just a, a warning and we just have a little bit further to go? There's no basis in, you know, scripture for that. But I am very optimistic and still just holding a little sliver of I, I've endured this long by being a little bit, you know, just uh, but but I, I have not seen anything like this in 15 years, though, I have to admit, especially Comet Helga, which was my mom's name. She departed 20 years ago. Uh, absolutely credit my faith to her. And uh, uh, when I heard that, I was like, is, is that one of those signs where God's trying to, like, pique my attention and so forth? So but uh, that's all I have to say. But th- th- I, I am very optimistic. But still, if for some reason we're still here, I'll, I will keep on the grind, keep abiding in the Lord and keep sending out the, the, the rapture drives and uh, preaching others. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Your mom came with Helga. That's so cool. Yes. Yes, it was. And I heard about that yesterday, the comment Helga. And that was just amazing. Amen to that. Brother John Boucher, watchman for that great day. I know you got a lot on your heart, brother. I got a lot. <laughs> Uh, first of all, this is a blessing to be here with you guys. I'm uh, very uh, I'm blessed, uh, Brother Kevin and uh, Brother Bob, Bob Hagen, all you guys. I love you all. I did a video the other day that was really uh, to, to make it uh, uh, very clear uh, it was about, I started in Joel because of something that my wife had said because she wanted me to read. So I started reading in Joel chapter 2, verse 13, and went down and I found in in reading that, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but in reading that, it brought me back to Exodus. And I started to see the, the type and shadow of Moses going to the mountain and the people being drawn to the mountain and, and it shaking and smoke on it and the fearful sight. And, and you know, it was a uh, this was a real experience for these people. There was like one point six million of these people. And this was just, you know, to, to, to be in the presence of God almighty. And so then I was thinking as I'm reading that um, in a the place in wherever it was in Hebrews and I found that uh, I found it in chapter 12 of Hebrews where it was a mountain that we're not going to come to this mountain that is fearfully shaking and you know fire and the voices and the thunders and lightning we are coming to the Mount Zion which is where Jesus is coming type and shadow by the way of Moses type and shadow so Moses back then was leading the people to a physical mountain on earth to deliver them out of Egypt. And today we're in the world 
not of the world, but in the world and having to deal with the world daily and, and the pulls of the flesh and just everything that's, that's in our normal lives every day. And we battle it and we fight it and we fall and we get up. All right. And my, my thing is if you fall, you get back up and you keep going forward and call on the name of the Lord. And, and he knows he's already been through this. So what, what all of my reading and, and understanding at the time brought me to was first, I couldn't find it in, in Hebrews uh, chapter 12. What I went to was Hebrews chapter 10. That's what I had in my mind. I just like to read those verses just to give you you guys just just the, the understanding, the feeling of what is about to happen. So this is what it said. Verse 34, chapter 10, verse 34, Hebrews. For ye had compassion of me in my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Brothers, are we not all confident about the Lord's return? I am. I feel it in my heart. I know it in the Amen. spirit. Something is about to happen. It couldn't get any more real with what's happening in the stars, as Aaron and, and Brother uh, uh, Patrick have shown us. And, and all the brothers that have, get, you know, we're all in on this, right? This is all, it's not one person doing this. It's all the, the combined uh, 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 think tank. That's what we are. We're a Christian think tank, if you think about it. But anyway, it yeah, goes, okay. cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense uh, of reward. So we're going to be rewarded for our confidence and going forward, right? So... For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. We've been patient. We've had patience. We will continue to have patience. But we are at a moment in time where this is about, something's going to happen. There's, none of us would say, well, I don't think anyone's, anything's going to happen, you know, pretty soon. And I'm talking this month, all right? Maybe into early October, into Tabernacles. Let's just look at it that way. But. Here's the word that came to me as I was looking, because I went right to 1037. I didn't read the first verses. 1037 says, for yet a little while, and he shall come. He that shall come will come and will not tarry. It's not going to tarry, brothers and sisters. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 3 is my favorite. And it says in there that although it tarry, it shall not tarry. At the end, it shall speak and not lie. So what we're seeing in the heavens, as Brother Patrick so eloquently places it, what we're seeing is a sign in the heavens that is not lying. You can't make this stuff up. This is incredible. It, it, just to talk about it gets me, you know, oh, man, this is something. All right. So now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Are you guys ready to draw back away from this? Oh, I don't think so. Not me, mm -hmm. not now, right? Not you guys at all. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. That is ultimately what we're all here for, is to get the message out in our daily lives. Besides this, this is just a, this is icing on the cake when we can get on a, 
a, a, a program and, and just you know share our hearts with people. But um, in daily life, we're we're speaking, and if the opportunity uh, offers itself, we're sharing the gospel. And so that's really what it's all about. But this is we're at the moment of time where man look. I don't know what's going to happen on Feast of Trumpets, but I'm excited. And that's that's one reason I'm having another open house. So, you know, it's open to all. The the the, uh, the link will be in the about box underneath the actual video. It's in the video I made to promote that. And, and uh, you know, you're welcome to share all you guys will ever find it. You have someone want to come that want, has something to say, share that link with that person. Okay. So God bless you. Amen. That was, I'm Amen. thankful. Thankful. Very Amen. thankful. Thank you, John. Awesome. John, Thank you, you, you brought up you brought up Joel two. I'll just say it real quick. Joel two verse fifteen: Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, uh, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and nursing babes. Let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Now call a sacred assembly. That Strong's word is H six one one six, and that is right in Virgo, and uh, that asteroid is called still. But the Hebrew meaning for that is an assembly, especially on a festival or holiday, a solemn assembly meeting. So that ties in with your Joel too, which you just brought up. So, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Wow, that's incredible, brother John. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What do you got? I uh, well, I, what I got, I'm so excited. It's uh, it's how I would put it. It's it's so exciting in a sense of the Bible itself in the sense of the scriptures. Um, if somebody, because a lot of people right now are uh, always telling me, you know, we, we've been, you guys have been talking about this for years and uh, since, well, it's again, uh, second Peter 2, 3, uh, scoffers and everything. I'd say yes, but there is no more time to put flowers around the gospel. So that's why I'm bringing the gospel all the time as fast as I can and the best as I can. But if I can pinpoint where we are right now, why we were so excited uh, before the show altogether, the party was there. We were all excited. But it's if I would have to bring it, I would bring Second Thessalonians 1, 2, and 3. And just one, it says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. So that's the rapture. And if you go at verse 3, that's why I brought that up, because let no man deceive you by any means. Let's say, okay, you don't want to believe, it's okay, but don't be deceived, please. Keep your eyes up, like Aaron said in, in Titus 2, uh, 13, keep your hope and keep looking up. That's what we have to do. But 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, I'm going to give you something to think there. Uh, since I had to learn how to speak English, so I learned everything in English, how it works. And look at this. Let no man deceive you by any means, colon, for that day shall not come, coma, and there is no end there. It says, except there come a falling away first. And there's another coma there. And it says, and. If it would be one sentence, there would be no coma. There would be only the end. Falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed to the per and the son of perdition. But there's a coma there. What if that coma 
since it's only half a pause, it's not a full pause like a period, it's half a pause, what if that coma <laughs> would be the rapture? Because the falling away already happened there. I'm just looking at the scriptures like this, and I say, man, and you don't have that, that coma, and you don't have that wording in other, in other perversions, I mean, I mean to say. Only King James bring you that. So you tell me about that coma, which which brings up a lot of in my head. And what if, what if it's that half pause there? That's the rapture. It's two sentences. It's two different sentences. The falling away first, coma, and the and that man of sin be revealed. That's another sentence. We'll be gone. We don't need to be there. Second Thessalonian is a very pinpoint CNN news, flash news thing right there. That's what it is in the world right now. That's why I'm so excited. Uh, I do follow all the guys there with all the all the sign in the sky, which is Genesis 3. Uh, so everything, uh, Genesis 1-3, which is the signs in the sky. And yes, but what if that scripture would be I'm just hoping and I'm just looking at it and I say, well, that falling away first has come. Like there's so many people and people that were uh, that were saved, I think, and they just changed for uh, seducing spirits. And so that coma right there put a lot of, uh, hmm, what if? That's all I got. So, so that uh, that actual word means the great departure. It doesn't mean falling away. So that depart that really means a departure of the church at that point. And and really, the original Greek didn't have commas. So Hebrew and Greek, we don't. It doesn't really matter. There's a comma there. It's cool that it's there, but it's, we don't use that as um, our vantage point of where we're going. So that yeah. So I can share a video. Maybe I'll link. I'll put it in the the general chat. Um, two videos that I recommend on that particular topic. Uh, but yeah, I'll mute myself here. Incredible. Brother Kevin. Kevin Hookman. I am up. Hey. All right, cool. Yeah, you're up, brother. All right. Well, this is, I think, Feast of Trumpets 32 or 33 that I'm coming up on here <laughs> looking for the rapture. Uh, I, I have always thought that the rapture is most likely on the Feast of Trumpets. At one point, I was actually like convinced that it was, but... You know, I mean, you get older and you're like, well, I guess it could, you, you kind of open up a little bit and you're like, all right, you know, maybe I don't know everything and it's possible that it could be on our day. I mean, obviously, Re Revelation 12 signed six years ago was gigantic. Um, it, to this day, it still resonates with a lot of people um, and a lot of people that helped them get awake and say, okay, something's going on here. Um, the fact that it's six years is kind of an interesting number as well. Six for man. Uh, it, I don't know. You, you never know. But one other thing, too, about the Feast of Trumpets is that it, it was the only feast that actually gave you a reward for actually being there when the feast started. So if you were there at the temple and you were wit you know, witnessing the, uh, the moon sighting, right? <laughs> They would open up the temple. This is the only time this ever happened. They'd open the temple. You'd go in there, and then they would serve you a meal. They would give you a feast. They would serve you the feast, and they would give you a reward. How awesome is that? I mean, this is – this, and not only that, the Feast of Trumpets being a day that is kind of mysterious. The Like, 
you ask somebody what day the Feast of Trumpets is, you're going to get probably, you ask 10 people, you're probably going to get 10 different. Um, even in chat right now, I've, prob- I've seen probably eight, nine dates <laughs> that people think the Feast of Trumpets is on, all ranging all the way from the 14th of September all the way to the 23rd and beyond. Um, so uh, it's, it is a mysterious day. It is a day. But, but we also do know, though, that the Feast of Trumpets begins when the moon is sighted. And you can throw away all the calendars. It doesn't really matter what date your calendar says or what date this website says or anything. What matters is that the moed, the, the, the pointed times, are written in the stars, in the sun, in the moon, in the stars. And that's how you can measure it. That's how you know. Because as Barry mentioned early on, God set all this in motion, the plan and everything, including all the orbits of every single planetary stellar body that's in this universe in order to line up so that we can see it at exactly the right times. I mean, talk about a grand plan. I mean, that that's not easy to do. There's a lot of moving parts going on there. I mean, you're talking about, you know, gravity wells, all kinds of things. I mean, how could you even fathom something like that to be able to go, oh, yeah, from this perspective, it's going to look like this on this day, six thousand. I mean, how do you know? It's crazy. So, but the nice thing about it is we live in this time where we have this computer software and stuff, and it shows us these things. That's never happened before in human history. We, we can actually predict when some of these things are going to happen, and we can see all these things come together. Like Revelation 12, for example, wasn't a visible sign that you could actually see all in one piece. You had to, you had to see it at night, and you had to keep staying up all night and watch it through the morning so you could see the other side of it from the other side of the sun. I mean, unbelievable things. But the point is, is that, look, we're waiting for Revelation 12, 3, 4, and 5 to be fulfilled. One and two, done. Three, four, and five. Dragon's going to sweep. Stars are going to come down. The dragon's going to stand before the woman, and this child's going to be caught up to, to God in his throne. So, I mean, that is that is what we're looking for. If it happens on this piece of trumpets, I don't think any of us would be surprised. I don't think anybody in this chat room would be surprised. I don't think anybody watching would be surprised. But you know who would exactly. be surprised? Every other person on this. Yeah. Planet. Oh, the world's going to be surprised. Amen. People, Amen. Hey, That's people, right. People say this. It can't be the Feast of Trumpets because too many people know about it. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. If you take the number of people that know about it and divide that by the number of people in the world, you're looking at 0.00001%. So listen, yes, you don't have a lot of people looking for this. But, I mean, we all talked about technology. We've talked about the setup. We've talked about the countries coming together and that there's an expiration date, that there's a convergence. And then after that, it's too late. So are we in that window? Absolutely. Is it this year? We can only hope so. Brother Kevin, I, wow. I guess you're ready. I mean, it looks, sounds like from what you just, your excitement is over the top. Never seen you like this. This is amazing. You're like, <laughs> hey, you're I'm like, telling you. Gonna it's happen this year, you know? It's Feast of Trumpets week, baby. I mean, yeah. if you're not going to get up for this week, you're not going to get up for any week. Okay? That's it. If, you, if you're going to dump on this one, there's yeah. no hope. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm putting all my, my I'm putting all my eggs in the basket of a of a second Passover in three <laughs> years. Okay, well, good luck with that. I'm telling you, don't wait for that long. Go for the big daddy. Go for the main yeah. event. I mean, we yeah. know that the next feast to be fulfilled is the feast of trumpets. Is that the rapture, or is that some other thing? But as Barry said. Day of Atonement's after that, and that's Judgment Day, baby. And we know yeah, what that is. That's when Jesus comes down after seven years. So something happens before that. What is it? Is it the beginning of the, the seven-year peace treaty, uh, you know, confirming of the covenant? Is that on Feast of Trumpets? And the rapture happens on some other day before that? Do both of them happen on the exact same day, the rapture and the start of the seven-year like the rapture happens and oh oh what's just okay we got to get together to form this covenant let's do this quick yeah. it can happen in a matter of minutes you know things yep. happen very quickly in this world so don't 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 dismiss that chance either so anyway the point uh, is nobody knows but it's very possible can I, is it yes. if I ask I got to ask brother Barry a question awesome. I, I saw your video the other day the 18 minute video where you drew the tav on your board it was like a cross right uh-huh now is it that i think the ancient was that ancient uh, the paleo or whatever the writing right the, the yeah writing. originally did that did the cross actually go through the top line or was it like just like a t on a slant i'm just wondering it, it was it was a cross that could also look yeah. like an x so in the old days, they would, you know, they would make a mark or, you know, All right. well, make your mark. And an X was also like somebody's signature that didn't yeah. know how to write. But yeah. it was it was longer on the bottom. Oh, that's right. So, so let yeah. me just suggest. So it was not a perfect X, but it was more like, but it did cross uh, through the line, not on the top. All right. All right. The, the the reason I'm asking that was because I noticed me and my me and brother Ronnie were talking today, and you know how uh, Job 38 talks about the the stars of the Pleiades, right? Yeah. Orion's uh -huh. belt, right? And Orion's belt, and I thought, you know, Orion's belt has that sword hanging down on an angle along the belt that kind of goes up on an angle, the three yeah, stars, yeah. Going up, and then the other part hanging down, and I thought. Man, that's like the Tav. And I just was interested in it because, you know, the Lord says, can you lose the belt of Orion? And and there's a lot of stuff, man, with the Orion and the stars. And, you know, Aaron knows and you know about how the, you know, the, the Nishimura and, oh, my God. Right? It, all it's all, what, what, if we believe God is good, which we know he's good, if we believe he's loving, and we know he's loving. If he, if we believe what he said, I will lead you. Then we would, we would expect when we see all this, this is what he's leading us to see. You know, we we can't help but tell everybody we're seeing all the things that God said we would see. We would see. Yeah. You know, uh, back back in the eighties and nineties, you know, you thought of this as way, way, way off. And then you see it all form. And then, you know, we've we've now been privy to all these timelines and all of this perfect math. Yeah. And, you know, I know we've guessed since 2021 
that the time was perfect. And then we're like, oh, well, yeah, 2022, we see. And now we're at 2023. And we can't keep pushing it off because it starts to ruin the math. Like, bro, yeah. Aaron, you know, what? one of my favorites is that 857 times 7 equals 59999. That's just, that's God's perfect perfection of sevens, you know? And that final year, it, it it's that's different. It's out of the sequence, right? Mm-hmm. But we can't keep pushing one more year, one more year, one because then yeah. then all the math of the past starts to just fall apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't keep pushing. I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. I'll say we can't keep put. You know, I don't think our enemies can keep pushing one more year. Okay, because here we are at the feast of trumpets. Here, the numbers line up. Twenty thirty lines up. All looks good, right? But you know, we all watch that. But I also like to watch and see what what's going on in the enemy's camp. How are they trying to find things? What what what's going on with us? And John mentioned earlier that uh, we we've, we've been talking about this for years. You know, the rapture, the rapture, feast of trumpets, and stuff like that. And people have been laughing at us, the mockers and scoffers. Okay, but eventually, eventually, it's going to come. Okay, and right now we have to can't forget the Deagle reports have projected that we'll be depopulated by 90 to 95% globally by this time next year. Definitely. You also have the, uh, you also have the agenda 2050 that was also adjusted for 2024 next year. Okay. That was uh, a projection for 2050 and their numbers lined up with the Deagle reports, but they adjusted now to line up with the Deagle reports. So you got that. And then you have a uh, YouTube right now. And here, uh, before I say that, is the fact that how are they going to be able to do all this? I'm sitting there, I'm watching what they're going to do in order to get rid of everybody. This is kind of a big deal, okay? How are they going to kill everybody? Well, one, there's a mass storm of sickness that's coming upon this world, all right? It's called the green horse. We're not here for the green horse, but it's released from that seal, from heaven, okay? But with that in mind, do you think they're getting ready for the green horse? Well, it just so turns out in, from the Guardian, the U.S. government released 2.4 billion genetic modified mosquitoes to battle diseases, and they admitted in print that it can go wrong, meaning <laughs> instead of killing the mosquito with the diseases, it could turn around and amplify and spread diseases. Now, this was funded by Bill Gates, Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. You know, the foundation wants to depopulate the world. So mm-hmm. what do you think it's going to do? It's going to go, it's going to go in the wrong direction, Okay. So you got that, and then you have this Earth X global EMP drill that I did a video on. They're preparing to do this in a couple of days. A global EMP drill, we've never seen that before, but a global EMP would be the result of the resurrection. So I think they're getting ready for the resurrection. And then they got this whole, uh, strat- uh, it's called a stratospheric aerosol injection going on now. You guys hear about this? The oh, White yeah. and CNBC. They have now, for the last few weeks, been spraying, uh, what's it called, sulfur dioxide into the air to try to block out the sun. And it's forming dust in the northern regions of the country now. And this stuff is very toxic, okay? So you got that. And then you have the Para Project, which is also measuring the collective consciousness of the world. And they were able to, con- they're basically able to predict that uh, within four hours of a massive event. All right, they were able to predict the Malaysian tsunami, 
and 9-11. Okay, so right now they got the listening post and their feeling post pinging right now that something big is coming. Okay, so you got that going on right now. And then you also have this big shakeup going to the White House. Now you got Joe Biden on his way out. All right. So you got that going on. Joe Biden on his way out with Hicks. Make you think now. They're bringing in the CBDCs. CBDCs are coming here in this country. They're in five different countries now, yeah. and including Brazil. They're finding in the Brazilian banking system, which is part of BRICS. Hello. <laughs> that, yeah. that CBDC is going to be global. It's going to be in BRICS, too. Okay, the Bible says it's going to be third Revelation 13. It's going to affect everybody. So you people, the BRICS nations, you guys are going to get a taste of this, too. Okay, mm-hmm. it will be there for you. All right. So basically right now with the White House, I'll close with this. The fact with the White House is a shakeup going on and Biden's on his way out when we see that coming. Okay, so it has to make you wonder what this whole uh, October 4th uh, massive uh, a disaster drill that's coming on October 4th. Okay, now I mentioned that because October 4th is right at the end of the fall feast days and the September 4th, uh, September 14th global EMP drill is right at the beginning of the feast days. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it seems like to me they're covering both ends of the spectrum here and everything in between. They're getting the position for something. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's why I think this feast of trumpets, we didn't have all that stuff going on back then. Raymond, remember 2017? That was a great sign, wasn't it? But we didn't have all that. We no, didn't have no life was pretty good. Yeah, but now we, we do. We didn't. We didn't now have, we do. We didn't. We didn't have the threat of nuclear war like we do now. Okay, that's one. That's just one thing. I mean, the, the world is much closer to that. You got something going on, Kevin. There's a two dual you got a radio on under there or something. Your uh, your voice is doubling. It might be Bob's mic. I don't know. I don't have anything. I'll mute um, myself. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we we the world is in such a, an interesting state. It's, it's way different than it was six years ago. I mean, it is so much more perilous, dangerous, um, and also the world went through a period of time here um, where the whole world came together and exerted control um, as a, you know, test run. Right. So you you can see these things lining up. And as Barry was saying, Barry, you're, you're, you're on fire. Cause I'm all, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying and it's like resonating with me because the, 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 we know that Jesus died and resurrected just about 2000 years ago. We know that the temple was sacked in 70 AD. That's historical fact. Um, we know that 40 is a pretty big number <laughs> for, for, for the Lord. Uh, you go back 40 years from that, you get 30. And I mean, 2030 is not far away. I mean, it, it's just seven more years. And then seven's a very big number as well. So you go past it and all of a sudden, like you said, the math doesn't check and you're like, what's going on here? So something has to give. And it's not just the math of that, but it's like the world and the state in which it's in, it it is primed and ready and technologically ready to go. Uh, the, the, The countries are aligned properly. I mean, just about, like there's a few like... Small little pieces that are still 
maybe like Saudi Arabia still needs to, you know, deal with and get kind of on more on Israel's side so that they can go, but not too much because you don't want them joining the fray. You what you want them to go is, oh, hey, hold on, what's going on here, man? You guys coming up? See that that's that's the that's the attitude that Saudi Arabia is just about in that they've never had before towards Israel. Let's be honest. So. You're talking about historical things that are taking place right now in the world that have never aligned before. And right. it's just it's an it's an amazing uh, it's an amazing thing to watch the evolution of the world from 2017 to this point. And like Barry was saying, boy, six years ago, it didn't seem so bad back then, did it? I mean, mm-hmm. how much has changed in, in just on every you, you name a topic. And I'll tell you what it was and what it is now. And it, and there oh, is yeah. a stark difference. And it's not on the good side ever. It's always a downward spiral. This the, the, this nation, this world, everything is in a downward word spiral. So and it's accelerating. It's not getting slower. It's getting faster and faster down. And that's exactly what the tribulation is, though. It starts off, okay, hey, we're going to have peace. Oh, there's a big war. Now it's like, oh, there's pestilence. Oh, wait a minute. Core of the world's dying. What's going on here? Wait, wait, there's meteors. Now the grass is dead. It just gets worse and worse and worse. So it just, and it accelerates too. It's like, you know, those bold judgments are just horrendous. They get worse and worse, just like, uh, you know, just over a period of a few years. I mean, yeah. This place is not the place to be. You got to get out of here and you got to get on mm-hmm. that rapture train, that rapture plane, whatever kind of rapture mode that you want to get on. You got to get on it and you got to yeah. get out of here. And the only way to do that is to believe in Jesus Christ. That's it. There's no other way. You're not going to get there on your own. You're not going to get there by blowing 12 horns. You're not going to get there by staying up all night. You're not going to get there by staying in the corner and hiding. The, the, the fact is, is that the only way you're going to do this is you're going to believe in Jesus Christ. You're going to be saved. And you know what happens? You change. And all of a sudden, like Barry said, you've got to tell people about it. You've got to tell people. <laughs> you see this stuff. You, It's just human nature to go, wait a minute, warning, stop. Don't go there unless you're just pure evil and you just want somebody to die. But if you're not pure evil, you're like, hold on a second. The alarm bells are ringing. Things are going off in your head. You, we are the, we are watchmen and our calling is to warn. If, if we get it wrong, uh, you know, no one here is saying the rapture is on this date. So, so we're not ever going to be wrong about that. The rapture is coming. Right. Right. The, the question is, is whether or not one of our theories on which date it is may be wrong, but that's all right because you go up and you get another theory later on and you that's keep right. on, keep on searching because you know what? There God's going to reward yeah. those who search. That's right. You made you, Kevin, you made a, a really great point a minute ago. You said how if we now look at the tribulation and how God says it'll go, the acceleration from zero to the end of the tribulation is incredible. What would God show us before we're going? But this incredible change from just six years ago. I mean, things were really nice in 2017. They were just mm-hmm. fine. And we we're like, oh, well, we're going to get raptured. Then things are going to get bad. No, we're seeing it. And, and he always does types and shadows, right? So he, he's shown us, look at this year, then this year. then, And we're like, oh, my God, it seems like yeah. we're almost in tribulation. Yeah. And what, it, what are they going to experience? The moment we leave, 
it's just going to be one thing after another. Bam, bam, bam. They're going to think yeah. that they can rest for a minute and bam, bam, bam. You know? So that's exactly, up. that's a good way to look at it. And and so we're at this boiling point. One of the biggest things that I don't know is being really noticed is Bill Gates releasing all these mosquitoes, the, these GMO mosquitoes. On his website, three years ago, he had this video posted, this ominous video. Uh, it was kind of like an animated thing of all these mosquitoes coming after people. And and this is Bill Gates' website. And it said, still the number one killer in the world, mosquitoes. Yeah. And then he releases hundreds wow, of millions a, of mosquitoes. And we're just supposed to be fine. What a hypocrite. They're the nice ones, though. Yeah, they're the good guys. Don't yeah, worry, the good guys. They're they're the good guys. Bad guys. Yeah. Go ahead, now brother. People are coming up with these crazy diseases again. Malaria. I, I want to give uh, I want to give Bob in the bottom corner a chance to say something. I don't think he said anything yet, and I want oh, to just say nothing yet. And I wanted to bring something up about Doctor Barry's video uh, yesterday too. So go ahead, Bob in the corner, and then I'll say something about Barry. Bobby, video. hey yo, you're muted, bro. You're muted, muted, Bob. I'm yeah, muted. yeah. Hey guys. Um, well, I don't really need to add anything. You guys have pretty much covered <laughs> everything, probably past the return. But uh, when it comes to Bill Gates, uh, my friend calls him Bill Hates. Um, he, you know, when you're when you're uh, when you're born of the seed of the devil, mm. uh, there there are there are two seeds now. You know, there's a Holy Spirit, you know, being born again of the of the Holy Spirit, having Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yeah. And there's another seed. I don't know, we talk about this often enough. But there's a scripture, you are your father, the devil. That's just he Jesus didn't just say this because he didn't like these guys. These guys were these guys had sold out to the devil. Mm. Guys like Bill Gates. Guys mm-hmm. like George Soros, mm-hmm. Klaus Schwab, Harari, yeah, many of the politicians. You can go on and on. Yeah. These guys yeah. believe that the worship of Lucifer is the true religion. And we've heard a lot of negativity tonight as far as you know, all the things that are coming down the pipe. But at the same time, Greg, if you can bring up First Peter chapter 1, and go to verse 3. I want to read from verse 3 through verse 8 um, for you guys after I get done talking for a second here. But, uh, John, I love your accent, man. It rocks. My mom's from, my mom's from Belgium. Okay. And my mom's 102 years old. She still has an accent. All right. She had her 102nd birthday the other day. Wow. 102 wow. years old. Can you imagine Ooh. that? Wow. It's amazing. But I'll thank tell you, you what I'm thinking. I want, I want to thank Kevin for bringing it up, you know, because I always say, give Jesus a chance. Give Jesus Christ a chance, folks, because you have nothing to lose. You have everything to gain. And if you don't give him a chance, you have everything to lose, nothing to gain. Yeah. We're, we're on here not because of our great intelligence, especially not me. You know, we're, we're on here because... We love God. We love the Lord Jesus Christ. We want people to come back home as the forgiving father is waiting at the end of the road. 
as he waited at the end of the road for all of us to come home. And if you know about that parable, it, the unusual thing about that parable was that the master of the house never, never waited for the sons to return. He always sent servants out. But in this particular case, the father was waiting every day, looking, waiting, pleading, praying that he'd come home. And then what does he do? He runs to him. And you know he didn't smell that hot being with pigs. Do you think he went, oh, man, you need to take a shower? He hugged him. Why would he hug him? Because his son had returned. Mm. This is this is what this this you know this may be a little off of what we've been talking about, but this is a this is a very important thing. God wills that all men are to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, not the knowledge of Buddha or Muhammad <laughs> or some freaky New Age junk, but the knowledge of the truth. And the truth has been there for a long time. And it stood the test of time. And it's not, that's why I keep going, you know? That's why I do this little teaching once in a while that I do. It's, it's, let me read these verses, starting at verse 2. Elect according to the, to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his, what, abundant mercy, hath begotten us again unto a dead hope, no, a lively hope, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible, listen to this now, undefiled, that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith and to salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein ye rejoice Greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold temptations, like going on right now, that the trial of your faith being more precious than the gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and glory and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. And here's the verse I want to show you here. Whom having not seen, ye love. Though now you see him not, yet believing, you joy with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Okay, we believe that a God we've never seen raised a man we've never seen from the dead over 2,000 years ago. You want to talk about a bunch of lunatics? A bunch of fanatics? Mm-hmm. But we have... I can we, actually smile We have that. that, yeah. We've been sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise because we believe this. Oh, that's just a fantasy. You just made that up. Well, if I made that up, a lot of other people made stuff up too. Yep. And I'm not downplaying, or I'm not trying to sound like I'm being crazy with this stuff. But when you think about it, and I, I had a guy tell me that, well, you believe in man, you, God, you've never seen believe in man. Yeah, I sure do. How do you know? Because I know. It's The word says it. That settles it. It's not the word says it. I believe it. That settles it. It's the words. It's settled in heaven. And Kevin, and I have talked about this before. The word of God is settled in heaven. It's set. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. See, there, the building has to have a cornerstone. And Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. So if he's not, we're all wrong. And we may as well just throw everything, all your research that you guys have done, 
everything all you guys have done, the wonderful work, you know, that Barry and Bob and John and, and John and, and uh, everybody else has done, Raymond, you know, all the, all this stuff is just, it's a waste of time. But it is not a waste of time because it is the truth. So that's kind of what I had to share. I just, um, I'm thankful to be back and uh, to see to see my old buddies Kevin and John tonight is a is an extra special treat for me because I, I've missed Kevin. I know he's missed me because he can't pick on me not here. So, uh, but I've I've been praying for you, brother, and uh, I'm glad to see you're well. Yeah. Well, um, just one more note on that is that you you have a way, Bob, to kind of put this into a, a, an easy, like an easier package to consume. I think a lot of people look at faith and they go, they get daunted right away. They're like, wow, what do I got to do? And it's like, you know, all of a sudden it becomes this thing about, you know, what, what, what's my participation in this? What, what work do I have to do in order to believe, you know, and it's, but, but one, but one thing that God has put in our hearts is his word from Mm -hmm. So it's not a foreign thing once we accept it, you know, it, it, it feels it, it feels right because it is right. You see, because that is what we're supposed to do, actually, this, that we're supposed to come come back to him. That That's what we're supposed to do. So when we're not, it feels wrong and we rebel. And that's why people and you and sometimes people fall away and they come back and they realize, oh, my gosh, I got to come back to this because I, I'm not. I'm not doing what I need to do. The Holy Spirit starts digging in them really hard, right? It gets, you know, harder and harder to rebel once you have the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit and haven't accepted it, it's very easy to rebel. But still, even those people, they still do know down deep inside that they are rebelling against the creator. They know it. They absolutely know it. And they that's why atheists will always tell you, it's like, Oh, you know, the ones who, you know, convert to Christianity, basically, they say, you know, even when I was an atheist, I was always thinking, what if I would, what if I'm wrong? You know, I mean, seriously, I mean, what if you're wrong? What if you've decided that, you know what, I I know what's going to happen after the afterlife. It's going to be a black mist and no one's going to, how in the heck do you know? Were you there when Orion was created? No, you do not know. (laughs) You have the Holy Spirit and you accept the word. Then all of a sudden you absolutely do know there's something else after that. And you know, a hundred percent. It's not like, Oh, I hope so. No, you absolutely know. You know, and, and, and the thing too, Kevin, it says we have a more sure word of prophecy. You know, if you take the time, and one of the things I love about Brother Michael, he's always, he says that you need to be a good Berean. And what that means is you need to take the time to work the word yourself. It's not that difficult. We've got concordances, as Barry was, you know, we've all been talking about different things and alluding to numbers in the Hebrew and the Greek and everything. I know you were doing that a while ago. Yep. And, um, it's, it's not that difficult to do it. And then the more you do these things, uh, the more you study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman needs not to be ashamed. You really learn how to rightly divide the word of truth. And you don't have to, you know, sit there and be and feel horrible about everything. But then again, you have the answer. And then you, you, you know, things will come to mind like Acts 4.12, 
you know, there's no name named under heaven whereby we must be saved. What did the, what did he just write that just to take up a verse? Or, you know, Jesus, you know, said that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes into the Father except by him. Was he an egomaniac? You know, I'm not play, downplaying what he did. I'm just saying he knew who he was and he walked, he walked the walk of his identity. Yes. And because he represented, he did the will of the Father. He always did the will of the Father. Was dying on the cross the will of the Father? Yes. Did he want to do it? No. But did he do it? Yes. And thank God he did it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's beyond what we can imagine, that love. It's Brother, our finite minds cannot handle that kind of love. But no greater love does a man have that he would lay down his life for his friends. So just consider that if you're tuning in and you think you got no friends, you got some friends right here, but you got a, a lot closer gig going with Jesus Christ when you get with them, you know. Well, so I, I think that. you guys really hit it earlier, uh, Kevin, when you you said the I I honestly I don't believe anybody believes these as God says carefully crafted fairy tales. I think anybody that goes in another direction, it stems from rebellion of what they feel is oppressive judgment you know they don't they don't they don't know god and his love they think you know god with the pointing finger the mighty smiter and they rebel because nobody with a thinking mind could actually even start with the evolution story and then all of the other uh carefully crafted fairy tales which is every other religion you know there's there's so much uh just kind of obvious ridiculous holes in it and then then there's one story that just sticks out and there's only one story that's ridiculed by the whole world yeah and it's jesus you know because jesus says i don't want you to be good i'm coming to save you and it just doesn't fit, you know. Rebellion. And so, mm-hmm. it's it's all based on rebellion. I don't I don't believe anybody yes. believes these other things. It's based on a rebellion. It starts with rebellion. When, I was just yeah. going to say when when I bring the gospel to someone, the Bible was written in English for us. So when I give them a Bible. I don't give them a Greek concordance. Or I don't give them a Hebrew concordance. As Jude 22, and for some have compassion, making a difference. What you want is these people to be saved. I know we all study, and there might be some people tonight that are looking at us and say, what a bunch of bip, 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 <laughs> right? Yeah, I study yeah. to the Greek and everything, and I look at all these things. But the bottom line is when I bring the gospel to someone because I want them to be saved. Now, if they're stubborn, I will switch easily to Jude 23 and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire. So I will say, if you don't change, you go to hell and that's it. You're going to burn forever. Oh, well, well, I'll see once there. Don't forget the definition of hell. Hell is the truth known too late. Mm -hmm. Right? 
Yep. Yeah. Once you know, yeah. it's too late. So, but well, you know what, John, you're saying is so true. You know, it's 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 really you can you can be a scholar in different languages and Estrangilo Aramaic and Greek and Hebrew and Latin, but it really, you know, it says to not be um, taken, you know, not to be pulled away from the simplicity no. that's in Christ. Yeah. The, the gospel message is, is simple. The reason it's, it's free. It's a free gift is because the ultimate price was paid. I mean, you get into Hebrews and you go through Hebrews. Yeah. And you just. Oh, yeah. He, it was an acceptable sacrifice yeah. unto the Father yeah. once for yeah. all. One it was one. not. It's not something that we has to be done three times a week. Buy us back. Right. Buy us, wipe out the cost of sin. Exactly. Mm. What's the new deal? Believe in him. Yeah. Yeah. Here's and the thing too, believe. the res- you know, and the thing, you know, you you were talking a second ago about, um, you know, all these mystical religions and everything, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing from from be- somebody who studied and was involved in some of the Eastern religions years ago, there's an element of truth in every religion. That's that's why people get into them. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, is that there's not there's not the representative of that quote-unquote religion that ever got up from the dead was ever proven that he got up from the dead and resurrected and ascended through the heavens there's proof of that that jesus christ did these things and he's seated at the right hand of the father so people come along and say well you know you, you you're narrow-minded yeah the the road you know yes. the road to heaven is narrow i mean it the, is the, the uh road is <laughs> Wide the other to go the other direction is pretty wide, but and, we're all, and we're every all, we're religion, all agreeing, yeah, we're all agreeing with that, you know, that, that we every need to, religion rejects only one of the others. Sure. All, all the other religions are fine with each other, hmm. but the, every single religion rejects Jesus Christ because they know he is the truth, yeah, and they all are fine to coexist with each other. I mean. I have used that lately in this past year of ministering because that is a big clue. Sure. It sure is. Yeah. It's the one thing everybody's against. Why isn't anybody ever against Buddha or Muhammad or even Shiva? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick little thing. Before I had an opportunity to learn the word of God way back in the day, I was involved in some Buddhism for a while. And uh, I started to get, I, I, I was asked to come to a fellowship and I started going to a Christian fellowship. And uh, when I decided to quit the Buddhist stuff, I went in, and I, I took the scroll back and I told him I was going to, I said, I'm going to learn God's word. And he said, well, I can teach you the Bible. And I said, well, you know, I'd rather hear it, learn it from somebody who believes it. Take care. <laughs> because there's a lot of people out there that, that know the word of God, but they follow other things. And uh, it's, um, I, I got to go, you guys. It's been a blessing to, to meet you guys and, uh, and to spend a little bit of time with you. you Bob. Nice to meet you, Mr. Bob. Take care, Bob. Yeah. See you, Bob. It's nice good that you got a chance you, to say sir. something there. It's good. Yeah. God bless. Have a good night. Thanks, Greg. Take care. God bless, brother. All right. God bless, brother. We'll see you soon.
All right. One thing that I wanted to highlight uh, that from Barry's video that was just just quickly thrown in there, and I just missed it, and uh, <clears throat> then I caught it the next time. Um, you had mentioned that Leah had seven children, and Rachel had two, and so I we found that Leah uh, asteroid in um, Leah Marie asteroid in twenty twenty three. It comes back in twenty thirty into the, into. Uh, Virgo, and we also have this Rachel asteroid coming back in 2030. Leah's got seven kids. Could that represent the seven years, or could it represent <coughs> the seven churches in Revelation chapter one? Either way, I say both. Both, both, and Leah. I do. I, I think both. It's so perfect, isn't it? Per- uh, so good. And uh, Leah taken in verse 23, and Rachel taken in verse 30 of Genesis. Here we are in 2023. Come on. Come on. And we also got a Rachel wow. Marie in Libra. Um, I think it's this Feast of Trumpets. We got it. Too, so, like, right, Rachel's left behind, right? That kind of theme. Leah rep- connecting to the church. Rachel connecting to the, the left behind of the Jews or whatever. Uh, but you you had mentioned. And then two kids representing Israel and Judah. Perfecto. Hey. Hey. <laughs> He's a good star. That's all pretends. Yeah. I didn't see anything actually there. I just mm-hmm. said, you know. And, and in 2030, the Revelation 12 sign actually repeats itself yeah. with the sun clothing the woman, the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars. The three wandering planets come back in 2030. And the Bible says, Revelation says, at the end of the tribulation, Jesus will come back and gather his remnant. So we would expect that the sun, moon, and stars might reflect it. So that, that that's, you know, Feast of Trumpets is always exciting. Like Kevin said, we've been watching this for 30 years, every Feast of Trumpets. But then you see all of what's happening on Earth the distress of nations. And then you see an extra sign in the sun, moon, and stars. You're like, come on. It's, look, I, here's what I've said sometimes in jest with my wife. Is God punking us? Is he just, <laughs> is he just like jerking us around? And, and then we say, okay, no, God would never do that. And then you say, well, is the enemy jerking us around and just playing with us, right? But if that's true, our Lord who loves us and watches us, he is graceful and loving kindness. Is he going to let that happen and not give his children warning? You know, so any way you slice it, it's like we're seeing this. Something has to mean something, you know? It's just... we're we're not being just drawn along on an endless train. This thing's gonna end. It's gonna hit. Yeah. And yeah. our God is good. I I believe that. I believe He said, "You won't be in darkness. You won't be in ignorance. Yeah. I will show you." And it's hard to believe sometimes, you know. But we're. Yeah. You know, you're going by faith, Doctor Barry. You're going by faith. All of us here yes, are going yes, by yes. faith. And Apostle Paul says, anybody, you know, if you don't go by faith, anything that is not a faith, yeah. it's sin. Yeah. And, and, right? and, so, and, and uh, so in that regard, you are, 
yes, and in that regard, you are going by faith. Uh, and listen, we can't look down on someone's faith. We're, we're told about that as well. We should not be looking down on anyone's faith. Um, we may be wrong in a certain area here and there, especially as uh, believers within the body of Christ. We're all members of the body. But listen, we, we can't be looking down on another one's faith. And we find a lot of that going on, especially on online, on YouTube, all these yeah. channels. Um, you know, you may not agree with uh, with this program. You may not agree with Dr. Barry or Brother Aaron or Bob. There's certain aspects to someone's faith that they are walking in faith, believing that this is going to happen. There may be some certain things where we're realizing, okay, well, something something came and went, you know, it, that time passed. Um, but we're still hopeful in the fact that we can see these events taking place and realize that we are so close to the Lord's return. And that's one of the reasons why uptime was created. But go ahead. Amen. I'm going to ask you guys, so uh, since Feast of Trump is at hand, so are we still on path for the 16th, it looks like, for the slither of the new moon? The it's first sliver should be seventeenth. Honestly, the first one you can you can view from Earth should be the night of the seventeenth, which would make eighteenth actually Rosh Hashanah. Wow! That from from what I've studied, from what uh, you know, Ty Green is really good on this. He he uh, he can uh, see the sun, moon, and stars from all the different places on Earth. And uh, he agreed to that. And uh, the Revelation 12 guy, he, he also was seeing that. I, I can't see how they could possibly see that sliver on the 16th. Unless it has it's to be under clear night. It has to be under like really, really good conditions in Israel. Exactly. It would have to be perfectly clear yeah. night. And they're sitting there and it's like five minutes before right. it's gone. It, it's more, uh, it, right. It's more likely to be seen on the night of the 17th than the 16th, mainly because you, it has to be a perfect night. And if it's not yeah. a perfect night, you're not going to see it. And then it's going to go to the 17th, but it has to be on this has to start on the 17th because if it doesn't start on the 17th, then you got a 31st day and you can't have that. So the month yeah. must start at the very latest on the evening of the 17th in Jerusalem, which is, basically afternoon in the United States goes from afternoon, midday 17th to midday 18th. I, uh, I like the 19th. A one day feast people. It is not <laughs> a two day feast. There is nothing exactly. in the Bible that says anything about this feast day being this celebration, this appointed time being a two day feast. It is yep. a one day feast. Now, there are all kinds of rules and regulations that men like to make up, isn't it? You know, hey, we couldn't make it. So, okay, well, we'll give you another chance. All right. There's your second day. Well, I couldn't communicate to you that I saw the moon. Okay, well, we'll give you an extra day. But just be, but fine, you can go ahead and celebrate the next day. But that doesn't mean that the feast day is that day. The feast day was the day before. So it's a one-day feast and probably starts on the 17th, but... Like, like, like we, we don't know because it could be a perfect night and there could be a tiny sliver that's seen on the 16th. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those mysteries. You never know. But yeah. I'll tell Nobody you, knows the day or the hour. it doesn't yep. start on the 15th. <laughs> it no doesn't way. start on the 15th because you can't see the moon. 
I like the 19th the most because the moon is under her feet, and exactly. uh, the, that comet or that asteroid, Yeshua, is right there under her feet, and the other cast, uh, asteroid that means bride, Ojima, is under her feet. So uh, Yeshua and Ojima, which means bride, and the, and the moon is right there, and that last word in Psalm 23 is right there, right right there in that foot uh, on that time. So, and at that day, I mean, maybe that's going to be pushing feast of trumpets, but I like the visual on the, on that day, but in particular that Nishimura comet is kind of in the perfect uh, conjunction with the head of Virgo. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know how Christ is the good husband. I mean, yeah, Christ is the, the head of the church. Well, Heidio who named that uh, asteroid, it means good husband. So the good husband uh, coming for the body, us, and it's in perfect conjunction on the 19th. That other uh, asteroid called Levi it means joined in union. Well, that asteroid is in the neck of Virgo on the 19th, joining the head to the body. As that asteroid comes into the head, you've got this other comet coming to the neck, joining the body to the head, while Yeshua and the bride are with that moon in the foot of Virgo, right with that word forever. As they approach Libra and Moses and Elijah are standing right there in Libra, just kind of waiting, you know, I mean, that's amazing. I've never heard. I'm so glad I came on tonight because I've never heard of anybody with a Tishri three rapture before, but I like that (laughs) mainly because it can happen at any time. And here's the thing. Let's just say like the people saying, oh, it can't happen off these terms because no, because because no, you know, people are looking for that day. All right, fine. There's a small fraction of people that are actually looking for it on that day that actually don't look at on look at look for it on any other day. They actually, if that day goes comes and goes, then they they go off and they they, they do their thing and then they come back later on the next year and they go, okay, now it's time to look again. So, a word of warning: the Feast of Trumpets goes and comes and goes, and then you go, okay, that's it, didn't happen, and then you go off into the world. Uh, and it happens on Tishri three. You're going to be caught unaware, <laughs> so be yeah. careful of that. You got to keep watching, no matter if it happens or not. I like the. It happens during the days of awe. So mm. I mean, hey, if you there, you go, Barry. Uh, so <laughs> the point, like all these things are converging right at the same time, right during these feast days. And I think that yeah, you got to be ready no matter what day it is. And you know, Tishri three just as good as one. Brother Kevin, why don't you tell us when the rapture is supposed to be? <laughs> I will absolutely tell you because I I know that the day of the rapture, the rapture will happen on the day of the rapture. That's what I think. Yeah. Okay. I, think, I, a, I got a question to ask you guys. The day of the rapture will happen on the Feast of Trumpets. <laughs> oh, I have a question to ask you guys. So uh, I know a lot of people are asking my channel, so I'm going to bring it up here for you guys. Do you think that the rapture resurrection would be the fulfillment of the Feast of Trumpets? Or is it a partial fulfillment? Any comments on that? I, I have a, I have a comment, but I want to see what you guys have to say about it. I do. All right. I, I think, I, look, look, I think, I mean, if you, if you look at God's appointed times and he says, there's going to be a Feast of Trumpets, it's a day of remembrance, and you say, your remembrance of what, Lord? And he doesn't say. It's like, I'll tell you later. But then you enter into seven days of awe. So between the Feast of Trumpets, which, uh, uh, Kevin, I, I, uh, I don't mean to disagree with you, but uh, I, I've always understood it to be two days because when they started lighting the fires on the mountains, 
it, it took a while for everybody to find out. So they, they gave a little extra. That, hey, I'm, look, Barry, I'm not saying that they didn't celebrate it as two days. I'm just saying that the Bible states it's a one-day feast. That's I got you. Mean. I got you. And you're, you're exactly right. In uh, Leviticus 23, it says on the first day. It doesn't say on the first and the second day. You're exactly right. So, you know, uh, but the seven days of awe, I've always thought, that that was that was just perfect. Like God would say, "Here's the feast of trumpets, bam!" And the seven days of awe, where the books of life and death are open, uh, would turn into the seven years of awe, and then the day of atonement would be the end. And so, you know, for me, for me, that that part with the start and the tribulation makes it. You know, I'm looking. I'm I'm open for the whole month of. Tishri. I'm a, I'm a wide open. Anything that happens in this, and even if Feast of Trumpets passes, I'm not going to be down. I'm not going to I'm not going to say throw it away or whatever till after all the fall feasts. Then I'm going to be like, all right, throw it away. <laughs> I'm just uh-huh. kidding. That's the bottom. I was kidding. Oh, that was a good one. You I, uh, make me laugh. I like what Bob said the other day. Uh, all hands on deck. Uh, I think he was on my channel and he's like, you know what? We're all hands on deck. This is a very, very exciting time. Uh, in terms of the feast days, I absolutely agree with Barry. I think we should be looking at all these fall feasts. They're all in our face right now. Anyway, feast of trumpets, atonement, uh, Sukkot. Um, one thing I will say, people are like to say we're a month off. I'm not in that camp personally. I do not think we're a month off. Um, so there's probably like 300 people in this chat that might think we're a month off or consider it. I am in the camp that, you're not. It's okay if you think that, but uh, I, I, I think that we uh, we did a video together, Barry and I, talking about the perception of the equinox and how uh, how it was in Aries to begin the year. But every two thousand years, the sun goes and starts in a different constellation, and so now it would naturally make sense for the sun to be in the Pisces area, and it, and it was this year. So uh, just keep that in the back of your mind. Having said all that, uh, we do like a summer rapture. The the equinox is on what September twenty third, I believe it is, or the twenty second, or something like that. It'd be nice to get out of here before that time, wouldn't it, to to fulfill that summer rapture, quote unquote. Uh, all the oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the light nine, Bible yeah. verses always refer to the summer, the harvest, the end, the fruit, the the you know the wheat, every, everything still fits with summer, which has not ended. And so Great. when we look for winter raptures or even Passover raptures, we're, we understand we're going outside of the main Bible verses. We understand that. But so when is the summer in Israel? Well, I go by the summer in Israel is the same with us. And and they will end their their fall starts also at Sukkot in in September October. They usually say the complete end of the harvest is October first. Yes, is, is what has been reported. Yeah. You know, yeah. pretty. Common. I have a um, <clears throat> I have a theory about the Feast of Trumpets being a split uh, a split fulfillment, um, only because of what Jesus did when he went to and spoke in the synagogue. Okay. He read from the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verses 1 and 2. And if you listen, right here it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, 
to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Sounds like a freeing for us for the rapture resurrection. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the situation we're in. He goes in the next verse to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And a lot of people are making the argument that this year is a jubilee year. And it says, and the day of vengeance of our God. Now, here's the thing. He didn't read that part. He took verse 2 and he went to proclaim the acceptable day of the Lord and he closed the book. But he didn't read the next part where it says, and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. That's the 70th week of Daniel. So here he is making his proclamation. He's going to free everybody. But then he doesn't read the next part that lays out the lays out Daniel's 70th week. Yeah. So with that in mind, mm, if he splits a year like that, if he splits a verse like that, can he split a feast day like that mm-hmm. to free us, free the captives who is the church in the age of grace, and then also start it with his return at the Feast of Trumpets if he fulfills it that way, and also begins Daniel's 70th week at the Feast of Trumpets. Take us out, and Daniel's 70th week starts just like you split that verse dealing with us captives being set free and then the day of vengeance of our god to comfort all that mourn what do you think well another good point you made okay so feast of trumpets starts the days of awe but Mm -hmm. in the jubilee year you may remember this the feast of trumpets is squished against the day of atonement yom kippur Mm -hmm. so it's it's moved 10 days forward so we can look at this in two ways. If this is a jubilee year and Feast of Trumpets seems to pass, then we say, hold on, Day of Atonement is Feast of Trumpets. So that gives us 10 more days to look. But it's an let's case, say this is seven years before the final end. And let's say the final end, 6,000, is the jubilee. God fulfills trumpets for us. By taking us, then the seven days of awe turn into seven years of awe. Mm. He comes back yeah. on Day of Atonement, which is also Feast of Trumpets, fulfills them both in one day, and then tabernacles with them to fulfill tabernacles. Mm-hmm. So either wow. way you look at it, you, you see how he has it orchestrated that he could do both. So I I, I think that our eyes should be open right now because it's so obvious right in front of us what he's been telling us. And it would be really disobedient to say, oh, no, nobody knows, so I'm not going to look on purpose. But then mm-hmm. it we can't close them either. At the same time, we're like, we understand. His plan may be above what we understand, but it will all fit perfectly. So I, I honestly think when he comes back at the final year, it'll fulfill trumpets and atonement at once. I love it. You know, yeah. You know what's so interesting you just said there that that I always think this too is like I can't wait to get to heaven so that I can know stuff. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yes. So like, yeah. Know yeah. We're still so like this, uh, right? Yeah. We're like, ah, uh, I think this. I, but he thinks that. I think, yes, I just want to know the truth. We're going to have yeah, those heads and, and we all moment. will. And that's the beautiful thing is that the perfect will come 
and that the body of Christ will be unified and all know exactly every truth about everything. And that, no, no like, can you imagine just eternity without having to argue? I mean, never, Seriously. you never argue with anybody because you Aww. always agree on everything. <laughs> no more argument. When Jesus Aww. says it, it's just like, ah. It is what it is, yeah. I mean, there's no debates. There's no, I mean, when there's no debates now anyway, but I mean, there's no, they've already started that. That's how close we are. They've already took out all debating and it's yeah. like, okay, we, you know, but, but it's the, it's the flip side. They, they don't do debates now because they've got their thing and they're like, you're going to believe what we believe. Um, yeah. And if you don't, then you're not going to participate. We're not going to have this. And oh, well, you, we just won. And but the other you just part, got canceled on the truth. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, uh, let us cancel you. If you don't agree, you're done. Bye bye. Yeah, there's no canceling <laughs> in heaven. There's no canceling. Uh, in heaven. <laughs> I, I, I like- think I think that's one of the greatest things we're all, uh, you know, craving is just justice. So true. You know, yeah. we're, we're just our 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 hearts are vexed with the evil, and the veil's been pulled up. We saw more. We're seeing more evil than we ever knew. We, oh, yeah. we we thought oh, it was yeah. bad. We never that, knew it was this bad. That's Ephesians 5, right? The things yeah. that are done that are so bad that you can't even speak about them. That's yeah. what's going on right now. And what's amazing in, in Ephesians 5, you, uh, to those who are in chat, take a, take a moment and just read that chapter this week. Because it talks about that, and then immediately after it says, and then we fly away. It's like, whoa, wait a minute, what's that all about? You know? So it's that's funny. That really people are gonna be like that. that. People yeah. are gonna be like that. Oh, you guys are down there for that? Oh yeah. man. Man, we feel for you. Well, congratulations for being part of the rapture. It's like, yeah, we're part of the rapture, but we had to be down here in that felt. We, <laughs> we had, had to be to... down with all these color people, these uh color of the spectrum people uh-huh. and their right all their rights where they're like, Hey, hey, it's, it's okay for us to go tear up your kids genitals but how dare you not go make a wedding cake for us okay <laughs> i mean that's where we're at yeah you know oh, yeah i love what the you said bob. the bad is good bob yeah uh, you said on one previously they will invent new evil and isn't that where we're at right now we're, we're like oh my god i thought i knew everything that was bad they have invented New evil. New yeah, that's, 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 that's my parents always say. Like, what, what, what's next? What's next? I yeah. thought it was as yeah. bad as it could possibly be. What can they get. think of next? And then it just mm-hmm. gets worse. And what they think of next is worse than what you can think that they can think of. <laughs> it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. It says that heavy. we are we're supposed to be aware of the devil and his devices. Huh? Man, I am, but there is they invented they invent new devices every every day. Yeah. So it's hard to keep up, right? You you yeah. get the sense that the devil is forcing his hand because he wants to see the showdown at the end of the yeah. tribulation. And so go for it all. Go for it all. I'm just amazed at how deceived people are that so many go along with this because he's packaged it so nicely in this like flowery language. And I think that's what we are. I think that this is deliberately just like when uh, uh, the Israelites were at battle. And I think it was the prophet Balaam said, you know, like, hey, you know, this is what you do. Just send the uh, girls out into <clears throat> the, the Israelites and so forth and weaken them. That's what we're, we see happening here. And I don't think God can stand back on the sidelines too much longer 
so that would fit with all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting really heavy here, Raymond. Oh, yeah. It's getting heavy here to really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's coming down now. It's like, man, come on, Lord. Mm. Yeah, but, me, follow me. Ukraine too. Follow Ukraine. There is so much going on, and I, it's a whole ball of wax. And I don't even want to start right now at the end of the, the broadcast, but. We are so close. We had so many almost, you know, uh, incidents where nukes would be flying. And, we, you know, Elon Musk might have prevented one just the other week. The blowing up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, all of that. And it hardly gets noticed. For all those, those were acts of war. That, as, yeah. far, as far as I'm concerned, as far as Russia is concerned, they're just biding their time. You know, and I, could they go on for an, another year? I don't, I don't see that. You know, but that that's just more of the world confirming where we are at prophetically. But uh, we're we're very close. And, you know, we've seen so many visions and dreams of the nukes coming down as we go up. Now, I've never understood if that was literal or symbolic, but I understand that there will be, you know, what the fate of Mystery Babylon is at the end of all this. You know, it, it looks like we're very close. If the nukes are about to fly, we are about to fly. Well, yeah. The world's ready for the restrainer to be removed. Let's be honest. I mean, yes, they're, yes. They're, on, they're just like, just please, could you please leave? I mean, you could just see the devil just going, come on, let, let's just get this show on the road. You guys get out of here yeah. and let's take over. And then I'm going to be able to amass an army and I'm going to win. And that's what yeah. he still believes to this very moment. And yeah. the simple fact exactly. is, though, is that this world you know, has like pushed the, everything. The, the badness together. keeps coming and keeps coming. And it's restrained. Like we we know of all the things that could happen, you know, and are threatening to happen, but they keep getting restrained. And all of us now, we're, you know, if we're Bible scholars back in the day, 2000 years ago, and we would get together, I believe the Messiah is coming. You know, we've seen this sign and the, the scripture and Daniel and the timelines and it, it this is exactly what should be happening right now. And if any one of us said, well, I think it's another full year, you know, the collective heart of everybody would just sink. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. oh, please don't be right. <laughs> you know, um, a, a good point. How much time do we have left? One thing is in the mainstream media now. No one's talking about it. It's in the mainstream media. Right now, um, our oil supplies are dwindling. Our, our reserves are almost completely gone. And now the White House is talking about getting every every American out of their cars by next year. Okay. <laughs> Biden promised us this transition. And it'll, it'll both be like a, a long transition. But instead, it was just one day he killed the Keystone Pipeline. And the thing that was, was very eerie about this now is the fact that now the mainstream media is saying now our only hope for oil completely, our only hope for oil is from Saudi Arabia, and that's it. That's the only place we're getting our oil from. And guess who Saudi Arabia Arabia just did? They joined the BRICS nation. And rule number one being the BRICS nation is you do not do any business in the American dollar. So the nation that's supplying all of our oil now, is in the bricks now, and they're going to be cutting us off from them now. Nothing to do. Okay, and they're going to have us out of our cars by maybe the end of this year, or maybe the beginning of next year. So that that's in the works. I'm, I'm so finally getting out of my car, though, Bob. What's that? 
I'm, I'm fine with getting out of my car. I'll go to heaven on a train, but I mean, uh, you know, yeah. I don't need a car for that, but I can tell you this. I'm going to, if I'm still here, I'm going to be bent out of shape. If I got to pay more for gasoline because I got to pay a transfer fee to the Saudis to pay in some other currency. That's that's terrible. Mm. It's like, you know, the things that they're, that they're doing all over the world. And we talked about this so many times on uptime do not make any sense. They're actually not rational decisions. They're not smart decisions. They're, they're made by people who are have a debased mind. And so they've, they've given themselves over unto un, unrighteousness and, un, and unlawlessness. And so that the decisions that they're making sound good in their head, but they're, but they're so, so opposite of what is actually good <laughs> that they're just destroying things more and more yeah. when they think that they're going to, and they're actually doing it more and more because they yeah. want to make it better in their eyes. But in fact, it's making it worse and worse. <laughs> They haven't uh, passed it as a law now yet, but uh, Quebec, Ontario, and Canada, they're starting to say that you're going to be allowed to one car per household and unless it's electric. And now they're bringing all kinds of uh, new solution for electric car and stuff. And they want to build more uh, electric uh, plug-in for them. It's crazy how they're changing that. And all this in the name of the planet. All mm -hmm. this in the name of the planet. The creation rather than the creator. Amen. That's how, right. how <laughs> One thing yeah. I wanted to, uh, to add with what Kevin, because Kevin said, hey, you guys should read Ephesians 5. So I brought up Ephesians 5 before, but Ephesians 5 verse 23, since we're in the year 2023, for the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church and he is the savior of the body. And remember I was talking about the head joining with the body. And so Nishimura meeting in the Kama Virgo, the head joining with the body. So I just wanted to bring that up just because uh, Kevin brought up Ephesians five, but the one thing I wanted to bring up, and this is uh, maybe not there a time for having a long discussion, but um, it's just a, a theory of mine. It's just a thought. It's not even a theory. It's just a thought and it could be completely wrong. But this is my thought. Uh, Isaiah 63, I'm going to read it, uh, verse 1 uh, through 4. I who speak in righteousness, might, mighty to save, why is your apparel red and your garments like one who treads in the winepress? I have trodden the winepress alone, and from the peoples no one was with me, for I have trodden them in my anger and trampled them in my fury. Their blood is sprinkled upon my garments, and I have stained all my robes for the day of vengeance is in my heart and the year of my redeemed has come. So this is my theory uh, based on Isaiah 63. My theory, my thought is what if Jesus comes back on the ninth of Av by himself in the year of 2030? If 2030 is maybe what if it's a Jubilee year? I don't know. But at the end, the last year, the year of his vengeance It says, uh, for the day of the vengeance is in my heart and the year of my redeeming has come. What if he comes back in the ninth of Av, destroys the temple like he's always done on the ninth of Av. Mm -hmm. uh, the blood is on his garments. He does it alone, comes back up to heaven, comes back with the bride and all that stuff and comes back on the day of atonement. What do you think of that? I know it's a lot. I don't know. No, no, no. I love it, bro. I, I, know he, I, I, I know he comes back alone. He's, he said it. I have yeah. treaded the wine press alone. Yeah. I have done this alone, and no one was with me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and we we say goodbye to him at some time. We say, 
take for us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vine. So, yeah, I, I agree. And a nine to five would be perfect. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. chew on that for a bit. See if that uh, comes yeah, up again. Absolutely. We will definitely chew on that. I do yeah, want to bring up this uh, before we close out on tonight, uh, the free after the rapture survival info packet. Whoa. Wow. This is pretty cool. Um, this is something that uh, Raymond, uh, if you want to unmute yourself there, you Raymond, you want to discuss a little bit about your, your uh, after the rapture packet? Sure. Thank you. No, th- this is something that, I started three years ago, and very early on, I sent a sample to Bob. And so thank you. He's been a very enthusiastic supporter, and Feed My Sheep today has helped at times when I needed help because I was overwhelmed with the, the number of requests coming in because we send these out free of charge, and it's meant it's meant to be like a common man sort of uh, uh, resource. There's another flash drive or out there, and I'll explain that in a second. This it was at uh, 400 flat or drives, and and you'll you'll see here by the graphic 80 different languages for the Bible, and we looked at the languages that cover about the, the native language of about 75 percent of people on Earth. So we picked the most popular languages. We have PDFs. These are all free resources. There's Bible study guides from um, people like Jay Vernon McGee and Chuck Smith. So for all the materials, we looked at those that believed in the pre-tribulation rapture then an errancy of the Bible and once saved, always saved, eternal security. So we were looking for a sound biblical doctrine. And so most of it is uh, the, the Bibles, the ABCs of salvation from Pastor J.D. Farag's website and so forth. And he had about like 30 different languages. Recently, I was able to communicate with uh, brother uh, Scott Townsend. And he had his own, which was Rapture Kit. And you might have seen this on Jan Markell's uh store and he he's uh it's uh basically the same sort of thing but he was selling it for to, for his ministry the model is different it was a more professionally packaged uh and prepared like a bible like you get in your bible studies you know midweek bible studies where you have like you know a book and then chapter by chapter and so forth he prepared it that way uh, ours was always intended, though, to be just a multiplicity of voices, and I had been a watchman since 2008, so pulled different resources from Rapture Ready, different videos that I thought were really exemplary with people, like, with their testimonials and on fire, but all geared towards bringing those people who are, you know, here after the Rapture and asking questions. So this is a different it's not like approaching people today. It's not really the best tool for witnessing today because you have to convince them that a rapture event will occur. Once that, that you know, once we're out of here and millions of Christians have disappeared, we've had these flash drives, uh, uh, you know, basically with messages for those that are left behind. That that's the whole idea. You can go to edvforme.org and the books tab at the very bottom. Uh, the full download will take you that button right there to the Google Drive that has all the files. It, you'll need a little bit, you know, you might a little bit of computer know-how because it'll zip the files and you have to unzip on the other end. Usually you will know someone in, you know, your friends or family or in your church that can help you do so. Uh, at this point, I if we're talking Feast of Trumpets being the, you know, the and the rapture event being this weekend, we I, I don't know how many will be able to get sent through the U.S. mail if you're asking for a physical USB flash drive. But for anybody, you can always go to um, your, your thrift store and buy Bibles. 
And raptureready.com has a lot of examples of uh, uh, left behind letters. And that would be, I think, the most meaningful. Uh, our testimony, as I found when trying to witness to others, you know, if you try to hit them up, I used to try to explain that, you know, to, to convince them through biblical scripture, you know, that Jesus was who he was. And then I realized I have to start off with my testimony because it's really a hard thing and it's, they're not, they're just not going to see it that, that same way. So we, we have some testimonies on the, the flash drive, but also just, just to point out here, that's, that's, uh, I, I guess I'll wind up or end up here, but this, this is what we're doing here. We, we send out flash drives, but your, your own, uh, letters with the, uh, anything you can leave a Bible, a bunch of Bibles. If you can't get this flash drive in time or so forth, you, you, you people know materials. Uh, people can download videos as well, but that that's what we're doing. So awesome. if you're interested, you, my email is uh, Raymond7779 at ymail.com or just is, yeah, it's, uh, at the bottom of any of uh, uh, End Times Dream and Vision uh, uh, videos. You'll, you'll see it in the, 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 the text description box below the video. So. And there's and, and there there's you your uh, there there's your YouTube there's your YouTube channel so they can find you there as well so uh, absolutely thank you Raymond that's awesome um, we should yeah we we should just uh, let this go a little bit longer I think for questions but uh, we also want to let you know that we put the RaptureReady.com links in the description window so Raymond you mentioned uh, two links about RaptureReady.com yes. right. Uh, so those yeah, are in yeah. the description window as well. Okay, so you can go to those. Uh, we do have a lot of people with questions. We're only going to go through a few of them. We do apologize for that because uh, we're running out of time. We're going to go up time over time tonight a little bit, so, so uh, maybe about 15 minutes or so. But uh, just to answer these questions, Brother sure. Bob, you want to bring one up? Bring them on. Well, um, since um, one question I want to cover from everybody, since the rapture resurrection is possibly this upcoming Feast of Trumpets and going through the fall feast days, the main thing is uh, knowing that you are ready for the rapture resurrection, Amen. knowing that you're saved. Okay. So anybody want to chime in right now? Uh, Brother Barry, Brother Aaron. Um, how do you know that you're going in the rapture? Brother Barry, go. I, I will be happy to address that. If you have heard the gospel, gospel means good news. If you have heard the news about our beloved God who loved us so much that he begot his only son to pay the price. Redemption is the price paid to buy us back from lawful captivity. So if you have heard that story, if you have heard that our beloved God sent himself down to buy us back. And you look on him. You look on Jesus only. That his blood paid the price. And you trust that he was strong enough, good enough, loving enough to do that. You're saved. That's it. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with how good you do after. That is the work of the Holy Spirit to sanctify you. But when you trust in him alone, then you are saved. Amen. Yeah, Satan's warfare is right now is to hide the gospel of grace by taking you just a little bit off path and say, hey, you got to do some works and you got to live a good life. But we know according to Galatians 2.16, it says, know that a person is not 
justified by the works of the law. That's all the works. 613, uh, 613 laws and statutes, okay? We are not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, his shed blood of the cross. So we, too, have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith. Not works, by faith in Christ and not by the works. There it is, not by the works of the law because the works of the law, no one will be justified. He really made sure you got it in that verse. I love that yeah. verse. He's like, no works. Over and over. <laughs> he, kept on, he kept on reiterating. You are not justified by any work that you can do. Keeping the Sabbath, telling a lie, not be, be able to hold you back from sin. No works of any kind. Good deeds won't save you. The only thing that gets you in and prepares you for the rapture resurrection is faith in what Dr. Barry just explained right there. You are born again and sealed until the day of redemption. You receive God's DNA, spiritual DNA inside of you. And then at the rapture resurrection, you receive the physical DNA manifestation of your glorification of your body, which is the whole gift of salvation, body, soul, and spirit. Amen. Yes, amen. amen. And uh, hey, to my gospel said Paul three times in, in his epistle, according to my gospel, which is first Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. If you're not saved by the blood, there's no there's no other way. And then the seven years of tribulation will be real sorry. We have faith and trust yeah. in the blood of Jesus Christ and Nazareth, amen. what he did for us on that cross of Calvary. Amen. And uh, we do believe he was resurrected from the dead. Yeah, and it says in, in, uh, it says in Galatians 3.22, but the scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. So we're all guilty, uh, it says here in the scriptures. So it's kind of like uh, we're, we're, all, we're all in a courtroom, and we're all supposed to go to jail because we're all okay. sinners. We're all sinners in a courtroom. We're all guilty, and the verdict is guilty. But Jesus comes through with a pardon. And he says, okay, if you take my pardon, you're free. You don't have to go to jail. You don't have to be in chains. All you got to do is take my free pardon, my free gift, and you're good. You're out of jail. It's up to us to choose if we want to go to jail or take the pardon. And if when you choose Christ, when you choose the blood of the Christ, you've received that pardon. You've received that free gift. And then it says in Galatians 4, verse 7, therefore, after this, when you've received that pardon, it says this, therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then... Uh, an, an, an heir of God through Christ, an heir of God through Christ. So you're part of the team once you receive that pardon. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's see. Got another question here is from Janie. Janine. The church is the restrainer. Yes. Is the church the restrainer? Well, the Holy Spirit is, but He resides. Right. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to shake my head. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit resides within the believers who are the group of people restraining. If the Holy Spirit is removed from the earth, how is there? How is salvation possible at that point? Mm-hmm. How 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 is there any any any? I mean, Jesus said he was going to send his helper, right? And he and he, he did, and he and he's helping us to restrain but the holy spirit himself is working through us in order to restrain see the holy spirit has 
it is not effective on those people who have rejected the Holy Spirit. So those people aren't getting restrained by the Holy Spirit themselves. They're getting restrained by the things that we're doing here through the power of the Holy Spirit. Is, is, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the Holy Spirit right now, his strategy is the body of Christ. But once he's done with the once he's done building the body of Christ, the Holy Spirit delivers the man child once is born, reborn, corporate birth of the body of Christ to the heavenly realm, which where where we belong. Because Apostle Paul said our conversation is in heaven. Okay, the body of Christ. But then the Holy Spirit starts a new strategy. In fact, this strategy that the Holy Spirit started started before the body of Christ because he began the kingdom gospel with the twelve mm-hmm. apostles and the hundred twenty in the upper room. So that was already working through the Holy Spirit before Paul even came along, before he changed his strategy and started building the body of Christ and put Israel up on the shelf for almost 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now he's going to get them off the shelf. All right, you ready to go to work now? And uh, that's pretty much the way I see it. Well, look, so- something's got to get removed before the Antichrist is revealed. It says the restrainer is removed, right? Before the Antichrist is, re- is-, is revealed. Mm-hmm. What is removed before the seven-year tribulation. There's only one thing that's removed. It's the church. It's the body of Christ. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. But, um, from the story of Abraham, when he said to his assistant, his servant, Eleazar. Now, Eleazar, like Lazarus, means the comforter or the helper. So it's a prophecy of the Holy Spirit. So Abraham sends Eleazar, the Holy Spirit, quote unquote, to get the bride. So Eleazar brings back the bride to Isaac, which means laughter. And that's our Jesus. But, so, but, but Jesus when, is when, the when, one who's descending. When Eleazar brings back the bride, uh, Isaac comes down and meets her halfway, just like the clouds. So the Holy Spirit, well, think about when Moses had the Holy Spirit, and then God says, I'm going to give you help. I'm going to take the Holy Spirit from you and give it to 70 elders. You know, but nobody will have a diminished portion. So I still feel like the Holy Spirit takes us, and then the Holy Spirit comes right back with a different portion, you know, and that's 144,000 witnesses yeah. and, you know, everybody else. It's, it's like there's there's different portions. I, can I, buy agree, that as long as he comes I agree with you. He will be here during the tribulation. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, look, at, I, I could buy I could buy that, that, he, that as long as he comes back. Um, yeah, he's a lot of people saying, "Oh, the Holy Spirit's taken out and never, and it's gone." And it's like, no, 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 no. How do you explain the latter rain? <laughs> then, right? Yeah. yeah. How do you explain yeah. the multitude of people that have come out of the Great Tribulation? Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. but Eleazar must bring the bride to Isaac, and yeah. that's you know that's hey, the comforter. Uh, we've talked about this. But, yeah, he's gonna times. come back. We've talked about this multiple times. Rapture, resurrection, there's a lot of power in that event, right? There's a yes. lot of power going on. There's UV rays. There's all there's all kinds of stuff going on. Who the heck knows what else is going to happen? But the Holy Spirit has a lot of power. And so 
Yes, I, I, I absolutely agree with that, that the Holy Spirit is absolutely involved in it. All right, we should move on to at least one more question, guys. And uh, go ahead, Bob. Why don't you pull that one up? Oh, okie dokie. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'll try to get a nice general one here for... Uh, how about this one right here? Aren't these signs for the Jews? And <laughs> we go before the sign. So... <laughs> Yeah, so Leviticus twenty three is it's not called the the feast of the Jews. It's called the Lord's feast days. So that that's the first thing to really bring up. Um, we are saved because Passover was a thing and it existed. Um, and so that's that's a silly thing that a lot of people. Now this person probably wasn't meaning anything like like in a silly way. I'm sorry if if I came across that way, but some people say it in a silly way. Oh, just ignore these feasts because they're Jewish feasts. Nothing's going to happen on a Jewish feast. Got nothing to do with us. Yo, you're saved because Passover, bro. You're saved because of Passover. So, mm-hmm. and all these times are appointed times, and they're they're moeds. And so, uh, here we are. What we we are. It would be very ignorant for us to to skip over and consider a feast date for a rapture. I think at yeah. this point, at yeah. this point of the game. So that's my two cents. Well, there is there is some truth in that, though. The feast days have been corrupted so bad that God hates those feast days because they've been, they've, the Jews have corrupted them so bad. So in, in some respects, they're like, they're Jewish feast days. Well, that's because the Jews have taken them and corrupted them. But, but you take that aside and put away all the man-made conventions that have happened over the last, you know, 5,000 years, 4,000 years or so. Well, I guess a little less than that. But around that, but... You take that away, and then you come back to, oh, these are God's feast days, and, and you look at the word, and the word spells out exactly what those feast days are for and what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I honestly think he uh, he hates their feast days because they omit Jesus. He says, I sent my only begotten son, and you omit them. Now yeah. I'm hating your feast days. You know, <laughs> what you're celebrating you know, I sent my beloved son. Right. So. Yeah, it, it, right. And, and not only that, beloved son, you know, die on Passover, not even mm-hmm. recognize that that's a sacrifice. I mean, that's a slap yeah. face to, to the people who, who are supposed to know the most about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They right. should have got it. They yeah, should be like, no, oh, well, wow. And then for 40 years afterwards, all the things in the temple went wrong. And they're like, man, somebody's trying to tell us something. Yeah, we covered that. Bob Bob mentioned that like um, a couple of months ago about all the things that went wrong during that 40-year period of time. Yeah. yeah. You'd wow. think that by the 35th year, they'd be like, all right, wait a minute here. Yeah, let's get back 30 years and, yeah, and see what happened. Oh, some guy died on the cross. Nah. <laughs> nah, not that guy. Could be that. You know, I heard uh, I said a video you, that you did, Aaron, where they think you think that the uh, the Jews deliberately skewed numbers just so everything won't pet, won't point back to Jesus. You know, they yeah. deliberately skewed them, yeah, just so that things I won't agree. point back to him. Yeah, the, the, in a nutshell, uh, there was a guy that came in around 100 BC. I can't remember the year now. Is it 100 BC or 130 BC uh, or, or AD? About 100 years after Christ. Okay. And uh, they're like, okay, let's just let's just fudge the numbers, fudge the decrees to point to this guy because we don't want to point to Jesus. In fact, 
In fact, I I, uh, I heard that there was even a curse on the Jews if they read Daniel nine twenty four through twenty seven. Mm. Like if you read that, you weren't even allowed to read it. Like because this decree was a perfect prophecy to the arrival of Christ, uh, right, in his ministry, and and so they 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 kind of. Uh, the legend has it anyway that there, you were cursed if you read it. So they fudged all that. They made the decree point to um, 180 or 130 AD or whatever it was in my video. I, I put this video up like two or three weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, something like that. But uh, and then they they used uh, one of the verses again. My memory is pretty foggy, but they they changed one of the verses to point to him being the star or something like that. Um, but this was part of the reason. I think this is part of the reason why the, the calendar is off. And um, just trying to fudge the numbers and, and fudge the history, and just as long as it points away from Christ, they're they're all they're happy. They're they're all happy. That, that's why all these wow. other faiths on the corner, they're like, yeah, we all agree. Let's just have unity. Let's just have this Christlam thing. Every thing, everybody's happy and everybody agrees. As, as long as you don't do the Christ thing, just believe whatever you want. It's all you know. It's all yeah. good. You know. So, yeah, you're all going to hell, <laughs> right? You yeah. stay away from that power. You know, Apostle Paul talks about denying that power from there of turn away, the power of salvation through Jesus Christ. You know, hey, that's what Satan loves that. Hey, as long as you stay away from that power, I don't care what you preach. Okay. Preach works. Hey, faith plus works. Yeah, you'll go to hell yeah. right now. During the age of grace, believing in your work. Sure. You know, so you got to save that for the, the tribulation. Once the tribulation starts, and then he'll have a plan for that. You know, faith plus works. You know, it's uh, it's not the right type of faith. Uh, and I mean, even though even though we were talking about going by faith, it has to be the right type of faith. Mm -hmm. It has to be the, about the gospel, the, the true message of Jesus Christ that we were discussing. First Corinthians fifteen one through four to get out the door. Right, Amen. Um, I think this was a great panel discussion today. Obviously, everyone, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, everyone who, who has come on uh, to contribute, uh, obviously, in the audience, on the chat. Uh, you're all awesome. And uh, God, is, God is awesome. God is great. And we have run out of time. But um, listen, uh, in his kingdom, there is no time. We're, we're, once we get to heaven, forget it. It's just eternity. Amen. And, and this is what we're waiting for. This is a, such a great time to be alive. You all were born for such a time as this amen you really right. were so amen. keep that in mind amen. keep that in mind folks amen. amen 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 god bless you all we're going to uh either see you there or in the air right god bless amen god bless right. you all, all right, take care. Bye -bye. God bless you all. Right. thank you thank you all right guys <laughs>